You're listening to Asian Pop Nation. This is Asian Pop Nation. You just heard Jane Aiko and Sway Lee's In the Dark from the new Marvel film Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And after that, we played NCTU's Maniac, which fits in line with our Hungry Ghosts Festival show today. So we've got some spooky stories and discussions lined up tonight, including a little bit on the history of the festival itself, as well as some paranormal experiences that our members Aaron, Celeste, JP, and myself, Sonia, have experienced, and some of the Asian myths and legends and monsters that we know and want to share with you all as well. So do stay tuned for that. Keep your flashlights on and maybe a blanket if you get scared. So we're going to play a song now by PP Crit called It's Okay Not To Be Alright, because it is okay. I get terrified with horror films, so... Take what you need to survive the night, and we'll see you on the other side. You're listening to Asian Pop Nation's Hungry Ghost Festival show. We played three back-to-back songs. The first was PP Crit's It's Okay Not To Be Alright. Afterwards, we played Top Hat Ham Kyo's Buto Tengoku. And the last song you just heard was Makamaka's Hey You. Because you are now going to be sucked into the world of the Hungry Ghost Festival here and Asian Pop Nation. And we're going to talk a little bit about the history with the team right here. Welcome to the spookiest month of the year. It's... <laughs> Actually, no, that's supposed to be October. The only reason I'm saying it's spooky is because it's the Hungry Ghost Festival. Yeah, it's cool. Like, scary. Yeah, it's a scary Asian <laughs> festival. Yeah, for real. I mean, does anyone here know about it? Oh, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely? <laughs> on, on the same boat, vaguely. Oh. Just from growing up in Malaysia and stuff. Uh, but yeah. uh, Aaron, you're going to say something? I said no. No? Okay. Well, don't worry, because I'm here to illuminate you guys about this Hungry Ghost Festival thing. So, Hungry Ghost Festival, it's something that's celebrated in a lot of areas in Asia. Like, it happens in China, happens in Malaysia as well, and probably quite a few other countries in Southeast Asia. But generally, the Hungry Ghost Festival is a celebration to ward off or appease evil spirits and to pay your respects to deceased family members. So what people do, they would perform special ceremonies to make sure the ghosts don't get angry. And sometimes they'll put their family photos on uh, ancestral tablets on a table. Or maybe they'd burn incense. And of course, they would actually prepare food. Like they'd make food and they put it out in the streets for the ghosts to eat. So yeah, it's kind of like cool and comfy. So the whole mythos behind the festival comes from uh, this legend where at the beginning of the month, the gates of hell kind of open up and the ghosts go out and they wander the world doing whatever they want. But by the 15th day, they usually get pretty hungry, right? So what they do, they hold this festival. It's about two weeks of activity. So it's like a two week festival. They basically just do all sorts of stuff. So like I said before, they offer food, but they also offer like performances and festivals. Like they'll set up stages. You'll have all sorts of people like doing dances either traditional or modern pop like whatever as long as it's entertaining right and the coolest thing is that they actually leave the front seats the frontline seats empty because that's where the ghosts are supposed to be and like the basic myth is that if you sit on those seats like you're you're gonna get kicked in the butt by, by an angry stuff. ghost <laughs> yeah basically by angry ghosts Let's see, what else do they do? A few other things they do is that they would actually, they burn make-believe paper and clothing as well. Actually, And a lot of the time they burn money as well, because there's a belief that the ghosts, they need money 
in the underworld because apparently they have a running economy there. I, I don't know what's going on. Capitalism never ceases. <laughs> yeah, you know? Capitalism um, never ceases. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much the Hungry Ghost Festival overall. It's just this cool, you know, welcome the spirits, offer them yeah. food, festivities. Woo! That's how it is. I mean, but I'm surprised you can be a ghost and not eat for 15 days. That's it's like, crazy. That's the first thing I would want to do if I came back to earth is eat <laughs> really yeah so uh, i don't know maybe you just don't need to eat as much as a ghost you're probably one of the few ghosts that would like think about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean what, what what else what does everyone else think would you guys want to celebrate this as like a person or yeah, yeah. As, as, as a ghost <laughs> Person or as a ghost, Maybe the ghosts you know? have a better deal than the humans. Probably, yeah, because <laughs> they get to eat stuff. The humans, no, they have to make it. They have to cook it. But just a question, though. When you leave those offerings for your ancestors, do you just, like, wait for it to go off and then throw it out? I think eventually they throw it out. Oh. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, I know. That's the sad part, you know? A lot of food, you know, goes off. But uh, that's that's the whole festivity. Um, I mean, Leisha, what have you seen of the Hungry Ghost Festival? Because you said, as a Malaysian, you've seen the sort of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, like, I've seen bits and pieces about it, but it's not something my family particularly, like, partakes in. I just mm-hmm. remember, like, during this time around in August when it comes up, my mom's always like, giving me a freaking pep talk like don't pick up random coins in the oh, street yeah, or yeah. food because that's not for you and you're gonna get some ghosts coming after you or something i was like yeah basically there are a lot of like superstitions around what you should or shouldn't do mm-hmm. around hungry ghost festival like i think you know obviously don't walk in abandoned alleyways yeah just full like, stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're either gonna get jumped by ghosts or like weird creepy people so straight up don't do that um what else i think there's something about don't touch the walls too much or like don't go near walls too much because apparently that's what ghosts do i mean i don't know if anyone knows anything about uh this stuff yeah beforehand i I was curious about this type of topic as you mentioned so i like did a quick google and i found this random article that it was like saying all the basic stuff like don't stay out too late don't pick (laughs) up like food and stuff and then randomly it was like oh by the way don't put don't place your child on the offering altar as like something for what? the spirits to consume and i was like what, what? <laughs> and that was like the biggest genuinely i was like huh? <laughs> here my child <laughs> it's a pretty creative way to get rid of them i must say <laughs> my goodness is this like purposely putting the child there or just like, okay, sit here for now. Mommy's going <laughs> to grab something. Like just oh getting God. them to sit still for a little bit. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but if everyone was a ghost during the Hungry Ghost Festival and you're rolling in the dough because your family's great <laughs> and oh. burning money for you, what, are you gonna, what would you spend it on as a ghost? I mean, what is there to spend it on as a ghost? Are we uh, just assuming that everything has like a ghost alternate universe so yeah i'd buy an an underworld ps5 (laughs) (laughs) like how do you just steal it like or i guess there's an economy in the ghost world i'm guessing there's an economy you know you can't just steal stuff and the underworld cops will get exactly there's a ghost jail or something we don't know (laughs) 
how it is. Celeste, what would you buy with ghost money? I'm not sure, to be honest, but I've been seeing new offerings to burn, and apparently you can get the COVID-19 job. <laughs> what? Wait, like they... someone burns the vaccine? Yeah, like a paper version of that vaccine. Oh! And it was kind of like a dark theory. It's like, for those who missed out. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, wow. So you can burn anything. But is it just like a paper with vaccine on it? Like someone wrote vaccine and... No, it was like a printed it? out nice little syringe with like two vials assuming for like the two jab system <laughs> uh, yeah you know oh. i found that's this is actually becoming a more common thing because like you know these days we have industrialization and stuff and then we got coke cans and stuff so then what people do they would actually make like fake versions of those cans that people can buy to burn as offerings for oh. the Hungry Ghost Festival, yeah. yeah. So you can see things like smart pads and yeah, mobile phones. Yeah, and that has PS fives. PS fives. Aaron, would you buy PS fives with ghost money? No. What, what, what would you, you use it on? Probably to get a ticket to fly over the world, maybe. Oh, but I thought you hated flying. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I but you're know. a ghost, I guess. There's nothing <laughs> to lose now. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Die? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, you, if you're in a plane and boom, you're still gonna be alive. It's deadish. Yeah, you're still gonna be dead, dead alive, whatever you dead call alive. it. <laughs> that's how it is. Well, I mean, anyway, that's pretty much the Hungry Ghost Festival, and I guess as a good way to close this off. I don't know if they do this in all countries that celebrate the Hungry Ghost Festival, but I do know, I think they at least do it in Malaysia Mm -hmm. or in those sorts of countries. What they would do, they would actually make a big statue, like a big paper (gasps) statue of like like the god of the underworld. Do you know the name? Oh, no, shoot. I completely forgot, but I saw... I've watched it on like Netflix once of like, mm. yeah, like the whole entire day. I'm not even like, oh, one time I was just walking the streets of Malaysia. like, no, uh-huh. the internet. But <laughs> but it was like I saw and the craftsmanship for one, excellent, A+. plus. But yeah, yeah, they pretty much like, they built this massive statue thing. And then I think at the very end of it, yeah, they're just like burning it down. Yeah, they, they burn it down to close mm-hmm. the festival. So I think exactly. it's sort of like as a, as a send off to the ghosts because eventually they have to go back to the mm-hmm. underworld yeah, right? they can't and I stay think, forever. yeah they can't stay forever they, they got <laughs> ps5s to buy exactly. yeah. <laughs> so that's why that's what they do to close off the ceremony ghosts go home here's statue woo burning i think there's more symbolism behind it but i don't know enough to explain it if you have things you want to buy with your ghost money let us know on twitter instagram and facebook we are asian pop nation Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to our creepy show tonight, the Hunger Ghost Festival show on Asian Pop Nation. We played three songs. The first was Every Summertime by Nikki from Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Afterwards, we played A Pop To Shisu by official Hige Dandism. And the last song we played was Ava Kids. Rip, which suits the theme of this coming discussion about a choose-your-own-adventure horror story that we found here on Asia Population that we're going to go through together with you. Hope you like this, but it definitely won't keep the screams at bay. <laughs>
Speaking of the Hungry Ghost Festival, we thought we'd do some spooky choose your own adventures. Yay. And of course, we have to select a BuzzFeed one. <laughs> so scary. Okay, so you're walking through the woods at night and everything's pitch black, except for the flashlight on your phone. Before you, there's a path that leads you deeper into the woods where your friend's cabin awaits. You've been there before, but never at night time. What do you do? Do you keep walking or do you call your friend? Bro, you call your friend. Why would Why? you never walk alone Mom. in the dark? That's a that's like one of the number one rules of horror movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. call them. Okay. okay. So we'll call our friend. <laughs> Who's just left us in the woods? Like, I just go home after that. Before venturing off into the dark on your own, you decide to call your friend to see if they can meet you. But as you're dialing their number, you realize that you'll have to turn the flashlight off on your phone if you want to reach them. Is this true? I don't think this is true. Yeah. <laughs> Not for newer technology. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's imagine they're, I don't know, they got like brick Nokia phone or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So do we turn the light off and call them or text them instead? No, you text them. But then you how do you them. know you're just going to like stay there? But you gotta, you gotta turn the light off. What if, like, a monster sneaks up on you? You know the soul is in the dark, right? And you should readjust your eyesight to the dark to make sure you can see whatever the, whatever's creeping out. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we're, like, in the current age where I don't know if I'll text someone and they will respond to me in, like, yeah. ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. Like, phone. But, like, phone calling is more like, ooh, that's serious, that's urgent type of thing, so... I say we call them. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> call? Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll call all right, them. All right. Let's do that. Come on. You're old enough to spend a few seconds in the dark. You think to yourself as you turn off the flashlight on your phone and start calling your friend in the dark. Before the phone even has a chance to ring, you get an error message. No signal. What do we do? Try oh, to text them or start <laughs> on the path toward the cabin? If you've got no signal, what's the point in trying to text? Exactly. Uh, I don't, yeah, it's not going to reach true. I don't. It's going to. It might. <laughs> Turn around and just go during the day. Yeah. Or just go home. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what's the consensus? We're texting them? I feel like we should just try texting them. And then, if all communication fails, then fine. It seems like they want us to start walking. All right. Okay. Let's text them. All right. You decide to shoot them a quick text, but after sending, Hey, I'm here, could you be me halfway? I'm kind of scared, lol. <laughs> the message <laughs> fails to send. Are we surprised? Great, just great, you think. This is when you hear a snap of a twig behind you. You turn around, pointing your flashlight at the line of trees, but there's nothing there. You're really freaking yourself out. You better get a move on. The faster you get to the cabin, the better. When you get to a fork in the puff, you realize that you can't quite remember which way to go. Do we go right? Do we go left? Go left, because I've done this before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, spoilers. <laughs> I mean, we can go right, just see what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the right way, isn't it? The right way is to go left? Uh, what? No. I mean, right. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> uh, huh. I... You know, my heart says go right, but my brain says go left. Let's go right. See if Celeste go gets right. can't use her memory to <laughs> get okay. us through out of this. <laughs> okay, so I've decided to go right. You're pretty sure this is the way, and look at that, you were correct. The cabin is just ahead, but wait a second. The windows are dark. Where's your friend? You knock, but no one answers. 
The front door's unlocked so you go inside and call out for your friend. There's no response. When you try to turn on the light, nothing happens. You take a look at your phone and see that it's on 6%. It's going to die any second. Didn't the lights go out the last time you were here? If you remember correctly, your friend said that there was a generator in the basement and a flashlight or some candles in the attic. What do you want? You got the attic first. You the need attic the or the basement? But we've got no. our flashlight on our phone, right? No, 6%. but the phone's going to die. You see, technology fails us at this time. Yeah, you got to prep. You know, I know this. I've I've gone into abandoned cabins in the middle of the night before. <laughs> With your phone at 6% and yeah. your friend, yeah. Definitely. Like, in terms of rooms that I would want to go to, I'd prefer the attic over the basement. But I feel like lighting a candle would be like a seance thing and just like summon oh. a ghost. <laughs> I think they had said they have a flashlight, so maybe that's better. If it's in the basement. Mm. Basement has a generator, though. Oh no, generators in the basement. All right, sorry. Yeah, but we got to get light first so we can look inside the basement. But we all know in horror movies how basements go. (laughs) So so we'll go in the attic, hopefully. We've seen how horror movies go in the attic as well. Is there a horror movie where the attic is the bad place? Well, there's aliens in the attic. Oh, okay. Aliens aliens in the attic, isn't that that comedy film? No. It's a cast horror because that's aliens in (laughs) it. <laughs> Fair enough. If not, All right. Res- if not Resident Evil Seven, maybe. Oh, I, yeah. I still, I still feel like attics are safe. I think uh, attic. Like it's easier to break a roof off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can yeah. like you break a roof. You, what, jump, jump off, off the roof. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do in a basement? <laughs> dig a hole. <laughs> Down. <laughs> All right, attic. Yes. All right, attic. You're back to the haunted show that is Asian Pop Nation's Hungry Ghost Festival. We played three songs, hopefully to get you into the mood for part two of our story. We played Becca's Comfy. Afterwards, we played Chen Linong's Xing Chun De Suan Ye Hon Tian. And then the last one you heard was Vault Boys, Everything Sucks, featuring Eric Nam. Because at the moment, we're in a bit of a pickle in the story. Everything kind of sucks. But you're going to hear a little bit more about how we get out of this, or if we get out of this. The attic sounds like a better idea, so you search at the ceiling for the entrance. You, fu- you find it in the kitchen where you pull the drawstrings, revealing the mouth of the attic and the ladder that falls down to the floor. Above your head, there is a rectangular of black. It's just dark. You remind yourself, it can't hurt you. You begin to ascend into the attic where only the source of light is qu- your quickly dying phone. You expect to see stacks upon stacks of dusty boxes. But to your surprise, there is only a lone closet. Maybe there's something in there that you can, I can use. You think. What would you do? Open the chest or return downstairs? So, uh. I didn't open it last time and I'm so curious. <laughs> <laughs> huh. it's, like, it's like a creepy doll or something. <laughs> Don't let it be Annabelle. Yeah, but no, it could be flashlights too. The flashlight was in the basement. No, 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 the generator was in the basement. The generator is in the basement. No, 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 the flashlight's in the attic. Yeah. Flashlights and like candles and stuff is in the attic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We'll open the chest. What do we have to lose? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Except our lives. Oh, Oh, no. no. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. I just. (laughs) You open the chest. (laughs) 
and gasp. <gasps> Inside is a porcelain doll, oh, worn ragged from years of neglect. It's clearly been a while since this thing had a child to love it. But despite all the grime and dust, you notice that the doll's eyes look eerily human and that there are little silver bells sewn onto her raggedy dress. But that's not all you find in the chest. There's also a black candle and next to that, a single match. You look at your phone battery. It now says 1%. You better hurry and make a decision. Bro, this candle's black. I don't know. That's that's hello. That's sauce. Yeah. I can't. That's so sauce. do we light the candle or close the chest? Oh, sure. no, I can't we're... close to that doll. Yeah, I don't let's know. just close it, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna take my soul. I just want the listeners to know just the whole time me and Celeste are just covering our eyes. (laughs) The side of the doll just talking in my screen. Oh, did I not say it was gonna be a doll? So we just close the chest, we'll scramble around in the dark. Yeah, Uh, yeah, let's uh, go. uh, go. Oh, what is that? (laughs) JP, did you want to read this one? All right, let's go. Close the chest and exit the attic. Sure, the dark sucks, but you got some seriously bad vibes from that chest and its contents. Besides, dolls really freak you out, and is the tiny light of a candle really worth it? No way, you think. Hello, a voice says from the living room, and and you nearly jump out of your skin when you see a shadowy figure a few feet away. But then you recognize the outline. It's your friend. Oh my god, where have you been? The lights won't turn on, and I've been seriously freaking out. (laughs) Why does our friend sound like this? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm so late. My head hasn't felt right all evening, they say, and you notice something weird about their voice. It almost sounds deeper than usual. The hairs on the back of your neck stand up, but you're not entirely sure why. Your friend takes a step closer, and a patch of moonlight comes in through the window to illuminate their face and their eyes. It's like they change from their normal color to a strange yellow. And their teeth. Oh god, their teeth. Why are they so pointy? Okay. Yeah. Oh, we thought, I thought that was we're, we're dead. I thought we're we were dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have two options. We ask what's wrong with them or we run. Um, right? Let's be friendly to the ghost and ask what's Bro, this is obviously a, a werewolf or something. No, let's just have like a cup of coffee or something. Like, yeah. catch them. Do you want okay. to talk it out? Like, yeah. Okay, like, I'm I saying, think... I'm saying run. Xenia's saying run. Uh, Celeste and Leisha, you're saying be diplomatic. Aaron, you're. Be Batman. Batman? What? Oh, what sorry. would Batman do? Beat them up? Beat them up? <laughs> so you ask them what's wrong, yeah? Oh, that's not, <laughs> that's not an option, though. We gotta run or we gotta talk? I guess talk it out? No! Uh, yeah! well, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get it anyway, but I'm just gonna have fun with it. Alright, let's let's have a look. Let's ask. Ask what's wrong with them. What's wrong? You don't sound like yourself, you say. I haven't felt like myself since, well... The last time we were here in the cabin together. What was that? About a month ago, they asked. Something like that, you say. Your entire body feels like it's starting to shake. Actually, it was exactly a month ago, they said. I remember because it was when the last full moon was. That was when you changed and bit me. And now I'm just like you. Whoa. Oh, oh, yeah. Werewolf? Yeah, what? Uh, what twist? <laughs> you you do, do you try to deny it, or it's just the time to run away? Run away from ourselves? <laughs> like the the plot's so juicy now. Just, yeah, <laughs> do you deny it? 
<laughs> yeah, I'd like to see the deny option. <laughs> Denial scene. Oh, this is the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> no, you scream with surprising speed. You find the door to the bathroom and lock yourself in. Your friend is scratching at the wood, trying to claw their way inside. This is all your fault, they <laughs> scream. <laughs> but it sounds eerily like a howl. Don't believe me? Just look in the mirror. This can't possibly be real, you think. But when you go to the mirror and look at your reflection, you gasp. Your eyes are bright yellow and your teeth have already started to turn into razor sharp fangs. Bewildered, you turn to the bathroom window to try and escape. But as you open the window and see the full moon high overhead, all you can do is let out a piercing howl and let the change take over. The end. Whoa. Whoa. Actually, Celeste, how did you survive? <laughs> yeah. Did you get the same ending? I didn't read it properly, so I'm not sure if I was actually alive or... Because I remember there was a werewolf. And that was it. <laughs> actually, you know, this ending is not all too bad because now you get to be <clears throat> werewolf with your homies. <laughs> Look, I was now thinking maybe we should have lit that candle. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe the doll would have saved us. Yeah. Maybe. I don't trust any dolls. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather we just be werewolves, start a werewolf pack, and then we do like a twilight thing. All over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you're interested in checking out this Choose Your Own Adventure, just type in scary <laughs> adventure story BuzzFeed and you'll find it. And then message us on facebook.com forward slash Asian Pop Nation or on Twitter and Instagram and tell us how you survived the night. listening to Asian Pop Nation's special Hungry Ghost Festival show. We played three requests. The first was from Josh, and that was Takayan's Shut Up. After that, we played Tyler's requests. The first was Eight Angels, Koi wa Kimi Shidai. And after that, we played Eight Flags, Confession. Thanks for sending those requests. If you didn't hear earlier, you can send your requests to us via our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Slide into our DMs before Friday, midday, Australian Eastern Standard Time, and we can play your requests on our show next week. So, going off Tyler's last request, confession, we all have a confession to make, and that is quite a few of us on the team have had some supernatural or paranormal experience that we can't explain, so got some chills hearing that. Well, you're not prepared for what comes next. <laughs> our third discussion for tonight during our Hungry Ghost Festival show is our paranormal experiences so anyone do have you ever experienced an encounter with a ghost ghost. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know anyone who has met a ghost and survived my dad saw a demon when he was a kid Mm. it was like really dramatic so and like the thing is it's not bull right because it's not just him that saw it his brother was in the same room and he saw it too like okay like here the story is basically like this so he was sleeping right and i think they had bunk beds because he he was in a family of like 11 kids and uh, he wakes up like in the middle of the night and he see he turns his head and he sees like this really tall like deer look like not deer but like a goat looking creature right standing you know on its hind hooves and stuff really creepy stuff and I think, I don't know what it was doing, but I think it was kind of possessing him in a weird way. And it was making him like feel hurt. And it was, it was like, creepy as hell. 
And all he did, he, he was like, okay, all I know in this situation is like, just pray. Like, I'm just going to pray and see what happens. Cause like, I'm going to die, dude. There's like a goat demon right there. And he prays and like, he hears a voice from like the heavens above, right? Like some weird voice. And he's like, uh, get out of this boy's body. Go, go, go. And then the demon like just disappears. And he wakes up from that and he turns to his brother who's in the same room. And he's like, did he see that? He's like, yeah. I saw that. And so, yeah, that that was the story about how my dad saw a demon. A goat demon? Yeah, a goat demon, dude. Oh, my it's God. It's spooky. Oh, that was too much. Yeah, no, dude, it's, it's not bull, man. They're not making it up. Philippines is weird. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Has anyone else had a similar experience? Maybe not with goat demons, but like... <laughs> or know anyone? Hmm. Alicia, you mentioned a little bit about how the schools in Malaysia always seem to have something wrong. Oh, <laughs> oh my, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. It was just a thing where I grew up, like, it, it was, like, whether I hung up with, like, my sisters or, like, their friends or, like, my parents' friends or even my parents themselves, they're always, like, oh, yeah, by the way, very convinced my school was haunted and particularly my bathroom. And I was, like, okay, goodness, I don't know why this is, like, a trend and stuff, but, yeah. I think I talked about it before, but it was like the main one I can remember is Bailey, like my mom and her in her old school. Um, okay, I'm still not sure how exactly you describe this type of like school, but it's ones which are like mainly run by nuns and stuff. Um, <laughs> and yeah, ooh, spooky. No, just kidding. <laughs> but it's like, it was just one time when she was just in class and suddenly. I don't even know what class it was, but just randomly, just a scream could be heard. Just a little girl's like scream is heard from the entire like hallway. And of course everyone's like, what, what, what? And then since it's like a pretty long hallway, just a bunch of like kids. Um, it was an all girls school. So like all the girls like came out of like the rooms and stuff being like, where the hell is that noise coming from? And it all redirected back to this one bathroom toilet. I don't know why I keep saying bathroom, the toilet. And then it was like, the door was locked and everything so nobody could get in and stuff the teachers had like no idea to get in and then they had to ask like the gardener of the school to unlock it and stuff and then he did and then he went in by himself no sound no nothing and then he came he came out of the room just pale face just in shock and was like like, because everyone thought, like, the screamer thing came from the bo- like the toilet there'll be like a girl or something in there and he was just like there's no girl in there. All I just see is blood splatters all over the toilet. And that was it. And then my mom, my mom was really far away because it was like, not far away because there was just a massive crowd. So it was just much further from the back. So she didn't see, she couldn't see it. But everyone could just hear the gardeners being like, yeah, there's like no body. It's just blood splatters all over the toilets. And, and then apparently what happened afterwards was just like, they just completely closed off that toilet area and it's now forever deemed like the cursed like cursed area and they never found the girl oh which is kind of ah, so creepy but Dude. yeah it's oh it's too much and then apparently my mom when i asked my mom about this recently she was like oh yeah at one point when she was much older she actually went back to the school for like some reunion thing and then she my mom wanted to try to go to the bathroom underneath, like that old toilet and everything, to see if it's still closed off and stuff. 
they close off the entire hallway now. Whoa. Leading to oh. the <laughs> really? And so she couldn't even go. So that was like it. That was the aftermath. Eh. Till this day, nothing. Oh my god! It's, it just like spread. It, it, it expanded its territory. I don't know. What? Oh, this was. Oh my god, that was too much. But yeah, I'm convinced every single like Malaysian school is haunted in some way. Oh I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, Aaron, any occult things happen to you? Oh, mine's not that interesting. <clears throat> but I, I've mentioned it a while back about um, how I was in Singapore and like the students because i was attending a school for like a week there and the students were like oh yeah this used to be a hospital oh and crazy <laughs> things happened at night oh. And I'm like, Excuse me? Oh, no. oh my god and then because they've got like what do you call it rooms that you can stay on site on campus if that uh, makes sense um uh, like dorms? Yeah, apartment blocks yes that um uh. <clears throat> so they had those and like one night i was hanging um out with a bunch of friends and then like i felt like i heard some whispering in my ears but it was absolute oh, gibberish no. and no way yeah that, ah! <laughs> that's oh. as weird as my experience gets oh. oh no way no the whispering that's that's oh, like I messed up shivers them again back and everything oh my god ah. whispering sweet nothings into your ear <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Aaron? Do you have anything? I honestly got nothing from me, no, to be honest. It might have said creaky flaws, but honestly, nothing. Yeah. Do you know do you know anyone that has had like creepy things happen to them though? I know one person, this is like back in primary school, how she, she managed to see a reflection of someone else through like the, like the fridge. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, no. What? It wasn't her though, it was someone else. That's pretty much it. That's all I remembered. Wait, Aww. like, so when she, was it like when she looked in the mirror, she didn't see herself, but like some other dude? Pretty much. Whoa. Oh, yeah, I'd leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> again, this is like, imp- like again, all this happened in primary school. I honestly don't remember much of it. I just know like some specific things. That's it. Yeah. No, no reflections. That's also no go. That's no go zone for me. Yeah, Xenia, you do you have any ghost stories? Because like we we both come the, from the Philippines. And the Philippines uh... is like super. I don't really have any, like, my parents have superstitions, uh-huh. but it's not really anything like this happened to me or that it's nothing that they really take too seriously, uh-huh. except my dad. He's a bit of a superstitious person. So aye, aye. just typical things like uh, we went to visit his mom's grave, one visit to the Philippines. And when you leave the cemetery, you have to like jump over a flame so that you get rid of any ghosts that are clinging to your shoes or to your ankles. Um, uh. Yeah, but nothing too serious. But it's kind of scary because, you know, you wear, what, like flip-flops? In- yeah, what's that? Those burn. <laughs> and then if you burn yourself, <laughs> not only will the ghost disappear, yeah, uh. but then so will the soles of your feet. So, <laughs> yeah, just things like that. Not, oh, not anything God. too scary, I'm afraid. It's interesting though, because I see like a theme around where it's like mine was like my story was based in like back in Malaysia, and then, <laughs> and then Zenia and like JB's one was like based in Philippines, and then so, it's like, West Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. I think it's something Southeast Asia. I love it. 
Best place ever, but we got all the spooky. Yeah, stuff. just we're haunted, man. Yeah, you know, in the Philippines, they have um they have a very common practice of exorcising people whenever mm. they feel sick. Because like, there's this sort of belief where if you're sick or like if you're sick and a lot of it seems unexplained, like you've been going to treatment and a lot of things haven't been working, a lot of people what they do they'd actually go to a priest. And they get an exorcism from there because, you know, sometimes there could be like bad spirits attached to them mm. sort of thing. I know um, my uncle recently, he was a little sick and he actually went to get an exorcism because that's what they did. And I remember when I was a baby, I don't remember this, but my parents told me I was also sick for like a while, like a week. I was like, you know, fevers and everything. And they brought me to the hospitals and they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. But then I think what they did, they did a few prayers or something. And then the next day, it's gone. That was a good yeah. sound effect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how it is. Wow. Yeah, possession, okay. yeah. You know, we had a possessed maid. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, we had a possessed maid when I was... Uh, so I was in the Philippines. I must have been about like two or three years old, right? And I think it was common practice for people to like hire maids for you know just to clean their house because you know everyone was poor there they can afford it like prices are a little different there but um our maid was a little weird like what she would do she'd like talk to herself in her own room and what she'd do a lot as well she'd point to a certain tree in our backyard a lot and she'd say there are people in there there are people in the trees Time and to get like, a new maid. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. No, I think they fired her. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, what, yeah. What's the tree? Do you know? Because there's quite a few trees in the Philippines that are associated with spirits. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was a specific tree, but I th- there's a general belief that trees can get possessed by spirits sometimes, and like not just one spirit. Like you have a ton of them. You can get a ton of spirits possessed possessing. One tree. So yeah, we had a haunted tree in our yard, and a haunted maid. Yeah, oh that's God. like. I don't know if I want to go back to the Philippines anymore, man. That's like <laughs> spooky. About the good times, the food, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm surprised at how many stories everyone has. <laughs> I just that's thought it would be like, oh, maybe someone has one or two. Nah, nah, you've got one for practically every member of your family. <laughs> Basically, dude, it's like ghosts everywhere. I'm telling you, Southeast Asia is where it's at. I mean, Japan, they got ghost stories. I know even like um, in Okinawa, in the southern islands of Japan, there are a lot of stories about like seeing the ghosts of like American soldiers, yeah, like, wandering mm. the place. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about Asian monsters and myths later in the show. But yes. if anyone has their own ghost stories that happened to them or to any members of their friends or family, if it's from Southeast Asia, that would also be quite interesting. Perhaps we'll oh, prove yeah. our theory. <laughs> but let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asia Pop Nation. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Asian Pop Nation's Haunted Virtual Studio as part of our Happy Ghost Festival. The first song we played in that row was Boys Boys' Spark. After that, we played Earth Patrivi's Non. And then the last song we played was Ren's Laid Back. Because, to be honest, when it comes to Asian monsters and mythology, it isn't exactly something that is pretty chill 
or laid back. So we're going to jump into that discussion now, but hopefully you keep that casual and relaxed mindset as we go into this scary discussion. I'd like to ask everyone a simple question about this. Do you all agree that you believe in mystical monsters or myth of mystical monsters of Asian monsters or whatever you call them? Yeah, hell yeah, they exist. I think it would be cool if they exist, but I don't want them to exist. <laughs> yeah. I'll the same boat as <laughs> it's like, ooh, dragons. Yeah, but then, oh my gosh, dragons. <laughs> yeah, it's just another thing to fear in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's any... Sorry, Aaron, go for it. Can you say what you're saying? Sorry? No, nah, I was just going to say, does anyone have like their favorite horror monster or story in Asian legends? Is there a favorite is the word to use? <laughs> or the one that scares you or keeps you up at night the most? <laughs> Maybe uh-huh. ogres? Ogres? Well, the only thing that comes to mind is Shrek. <laughs> Shrek, <laughs> Shrek keeps you up at night. <laughs> oh, keeps you up at night. Does him because like to like him playing that like the opening theme song for the first Shrek movie just plays <laughs> that's the Smash horror. Mouth, Smash Mouth, the horror. <laughs> oh my god! Aaron is scared of memes, internet memes. <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying. Into any of them? <laughs> they're they're myths in their own right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> myths. They're on the different sidelines of a different story in general. Yeah. But let's talk about the actual myth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Zania, do you know any, like, Asian mythical, like, monsters or horror stories? I mean, like, recently I watched Tresse after we uh-huh. had that discussion about Tresse. Oh, yeah. And it's okay. It's interesting because I hadn't really learned or known much about Filipino monsters and mythology. But there was this one episode that creeped me out. Like, all of the monsters were cool or can be somewhat scary. But there was this one called Tianak. Um, so it's according to Filipino tradition is a aborted fetus or a dead child that is left in the forest by their parents (laughs) because they don't want to raise the child. (laughs) And so the child then becomes this like vampire and it can deceive people. So they might start crying like a baby would in the forest or in an alleyway. And then oh. someone will be like, oh, my gosh, it's a baby. And then they'll go up and then the baby or the Tianak will be like, I'm going to suck your blood oh. <laughs> and kill you. Yeah. But in the episode of Tresse, I think it was like the Tianak wanted to go and find his mother. Uh-huh. But then the mother, when reunited with his her like vampire child started killing it and then eventually what happened is that since she killed it all of this these other tianak visited her in her sleep and then finished the job (laughs) so it was a good episode but i was like oh my gosh is this real (laughs) this is terrifying if it is yeah yeah don't leave your children in the woods Oh my god! Yeah, but I also think it's also—it's been used by the Catholic Church because oh, yeah, <laughs> as a way of like, yeah. don't abort your children; they'll turn into this. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bit of like a traditional and then religious messaging. So mm. yeah. Anyone else? 
Oh, actually, your one reminds me a lot of like this. Okay, in Malaysia, right, most ghosts and stuff they're called like hantus, but like one of the、mm. most. I would say probably the most famous one is a、uh, Pontianak, which actually sounds pretty similar、yeah. to yours,、no. and it actually plays on like a similar trope with like childbirth and stuff like that. But instead of like a kid, it's like the woman instead. It's、Ooh. like um, I think it's um, it varies between different like regions in Malaysia. But from my understanding, it's like a like a Pontiana. It's like the word means like. One, which means like lady, mati, dead, anak, child. Yeah. So pretty、mm. much is about like this lady who, my vague understanding is like she lost her baby during childbirth or something like that.、Uh. And yeah,、um, used to scare like the crap out of me when I was a kid. But、oh、like,、God. yeah. And pretty much is like she, she has like. <sighs> I explain it. I think some people say her main form of killing is like through her nails and stuff because she has a、like, really、oh. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. It's really and she has really sharp nails and she wears like a just white dress. Sometimes her hair is also like really long and black as well, which I think kind of looks similar to like the Grudge or something. But、oh. <laughs> but yeah, and she pretty much. She's like she has a, like a vengeful soul, and some variations say she goes after other children because of her losing her child, and some versions say she goes after men because. <laughs> so it depends, but she is kind of similar. Where she is like a vampire ghost hybrid type of thing, yeah, because she goes after the blood and stuff like that. And there is like a thing.、Um, I thought it was just a Malaysia thing, but I recently found out it's. Maybe more of like a Southeast Asia thing in general. When it comes to like spirits and ghosts in general, it's like if you, if you're like at night or something walking the streets and you smell like jasmine or frangipani, oh, oh, yeah, oh. it's like a sign that there's like a ghost or something. No good. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. I've seen so much about it, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I I run. I just run. Yeah, but frangipani are so pretty. Yeah, that's like they're only at night, daytime. I'm like, yeah, Jasmine, frangipani.、Like, oh <laughs> but JP Celeste, do you have any scary monsters or myths? Um, I've been looking them up, and this one is called the Jayuro. Guishin, so it's in Korea. Um, Jayuro、oh. is a strip of highway just north of Seoul, and because the highway is covered often in fog, it is known for being prone to car accidents. Um, however, many residents have a different explanation for it. They claim that um people see a distressed girl on the side of the road wearing sunglasses, but as they get closer to the girl, they realize that she isn't wearing sunglasses, but it's just dark circles where her eyes. Hey, listen! I saw a ghost like that.、Um, I was watching、um, that K drama, Hotel Del Luna. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. I knew. Yeah. And、um, one of the ghosts that the main character has to lead back to their ghost hotel、uh, was that girl. You know, she basically、yeah. actually she was wearing sunglasses, but then she takes them off, and it turns out, yeah, she just straight up has no eyes. So it's、ah. like really spooky, and he's like,、okay. I don't know how to deal with this. That explains. Half the story is in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude,、um, what is it with Asian ghosts and creepy ladies? Yeah, that reminds me、yeah. of another story. Like in Manila, there's this place called Balata Drive. 
Uh-huh. And there's this white lady, supposedly. Oh, who, the white lady. Yeah. If you're driving down the dr- drive, sometimes cars can see this lady in the rear view mirror. Mm. And it's like her just kind of staring at them. No <laughs> Yeah. So it's just those little, little. Yeah. But then another one that I found as well was in this manga I read about this guy who um, meets this girl with ghosts living inside her. <laughs> what? But he's kind of scared of the occult and his mom like was joking about this girl, called, this woman called a slit mouth woman. Uh-huh. So in Japanese urban legend, the slit mouth woman is like this masked woman who'll stop people on their way home and ask them if they think she looks pretty. Mm-hmm. But then if her victims tell her she's not pretty, then she'll kill them. Oh. But if they say she is, she'll remove her mask and then you'll see that her mouth has actually been slipped open like the Joker from ear to ear. And then she'll ask, oh, do you still think I look pretty? And if you say yes, then she'll slit your mouth so that it looks like hers. So you just can't win. (laughs) Actually, no, I've heard there is a solution to to that, though. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Um, If you want to escape it, you basically tell her, I'm sorry, I'm busy. I have to go. Like, so no how joke. I avoid like, people who are handing me free stuff on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Like, you basically just have to brush her off. That's how uh, you win against a slit mouth woman. So just don't trust any woman wearing a mask on the streets of Japan. Yeah. Or you could, like, you could, like, pretend. <laughs> it's a bit like a, yeah, no, like, cold mask cold, or a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, I mean, that's yeah. true. Maybe she's had a lot more kills this time because of her. Yeah, her mask, right? Yeah, Daniel's words of wisdom just don't trust masked women in Japan. Or maybe you should just go, like, oh, sorry, English only. (laughs) Easy, God, I'm good. (laughs) The language barrier, yeah, Uh, it is. Did you have one, JP, that hasn't been shared? Uh, Do I have one? Um, or too many. I don't know. It's really hard to differentiate between all of them. They're all so it's, oh, spooky. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I do know uh, what you mentioned with the white woman. It seems to be just a common theme around the Philippines in general. I remember when I was a little kid, I got these uh, these BB guns. It was in the middle of the night and I was bored. And I was just like shooting off into the night, right? Like pew, 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 whatever. <laughs> You know what kids do. Yeah, so whatever. But then um, this old lady came up to me because, like, we had a party going on, and the old lady came up to me and was like, "Oh, don't do that, because you might accidentally shoot the white lady, and like, who knows what's gonna happen if you accidentally make her upset?" You know, and I'm like, "Oh, damn! All right, yeah, I won't shoot anymore." So, yeah, Maybe she was just getting annoyed and I told you that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Oh my god, this kid is just so annoying. It's like shooting at houses and everything. So maybe she was the white lady. She was the one that (gasps) is like (laughs) dude. Oh was she wearing white? (laughs) I don't remember. She could have been. (laughs) Maybe she's nice to young kids like me. Give you a warning first and then kill you after. (laughs) You don't listen. Yeah. That's how it is. Do you believe in mythical creatures, especially Asian monsters or mythology? Do you? I'm not sure, to be honest. That's a real question. But yeah, that's going to be a different story altogether. Anyhow, give us an answer on our following social media pages, such as Facebook, Instagram, and no, not Snapchat. It's Twitter this time. 
Yeah. Yes. Nearly said Snapchat. That was so close. I think I said. Oh, well. Why do we have Snapchat now? Too many social media pages to manage. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have TikTok either. Nah. Please no. (laughs) Just out of principle, don't use TikTok. The white lady will get you. (laughs) Now that's creepy. Yeah. Now, thanks for listening, guys. And make sure you stay away from those people with the mask. It's better be safe. <laughs> Everyone, okay. Social distancing. Mask. Yeah. That's how you get away from the slip mouth woman. Nice. <laughs> scissors. Yeah. <laughs> we just played three back to back songs here on Asian Pop Nation's Hungry Ghost Festival show. The first was Lifestyle by Yoltron and Vava. After that was Park Ji-hoon's Gallery. And the last one we played is Red Velvet's Queendom. We're going to jump into a tanka for this week. So strap yourself in. If you don't know what a tanka is, it's a form of Japanese song or verse with a 57577 syllable pattern. So here goes our spooky tanka for this week. The ghosts are hungry, grabbing family offerings and burning money. They enjoy our Earth's pleasures until they have to return. So that is our tanga for this week. Kind of suits the Hungry Ghost Festival theme. So if you want to send us through your tankas to encapsulate what you did this week, you can let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. We're going to jump into another song, this time by Japanese artist Da Ice and their song Cartel. Keep it here in Asian Pop Nation. We've got to also let you know how you can listen to some of the discussions you missed tonight if you unfortunately missed any. So you don't want to miss that here. You're listening to Asian Pop Nation's Hungry Ghost Festival show. We played three songs from Japan. The first was Da Ice's Cartel. After that, we played Six Tones' Mascara. And you just heard Yoasobi's Love Letter. And you've reached the end of our show tonight. Thanks for sticking along with us for the ride. And if you aren't particularly a big fan of horror like I am, I hope you still enjoyed the show as well. You can let us know what you thought on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Asian Pop Nation. The team and I would love to know. And if you have any song requests, you can let us know there before Friday, midday, Australian Eastern Standard Time each week. And we'll play those songs that you sent us on our upcoming Tuesday show. So keep that in the back of your mind this week. And also, if you want to listen to any of our discussions back again, or if you missed out on any, you can find them on our Asian Pop Nation podcast, wherever you stream your podcasts. But thanks for tuning in. We hope that you listen to our team again of myself, Senya, Aaron, Celeste, JP, and Leisha. And on behalf of the Asian Pop Nation team, we'd like to bid you a good night. And this is Senya, signing off. Or is this really Senya? (laughs) 